Hi, I'm Andy Moore, your Friday host of the 8 O'Clock Buzz. Thanks for spending your mornings with us. We love bringing you this blend of art and music and news and politics and, and more. In return, we ask that you spend a little to support this show. And it's easy. Go to wortfm.org slash donate. That's segment three. About 24 hours before our last guest, Vanessa McDowell Atlas, announced her departure from the YWCA, Madison Children's Museum longtime president, Deb, you're going to correct me on this if I got the CEO part wrong for two in a row, announced that she's retiring from her position this summer. Ms. Gilpin had quite a career in children's and science museums even before she arrived in Madison in 2013. In fact, she worked in the industry for 26 years, including opening museums in Massachusetts and in Arizona. Deb Gilpin joins us now, and, and congratulations on your retirement. Welcome to the Friday Buzz, Deb, and, and I messed up on the CEO thing, didn't I? It's president and CEO, but that's fine. I've been told many things. <laughs> okay. Um, you're, you're very forgiving. Um, it, did you go to museums a lot when you were a child? Oh, yeah. Well, I grew up here so in Madison, so we were always out at museums, at performances. Um, we used, you know, the LVM, uh, places that don't exist anymore, and, <laughs> and uh, part of our culture was going exploring. What makes a successful museum visit for a child? Oh, hmm. I, I often think about it as, um, on, on the surface, it looks like fun, entertainment, fun. But what it's really more about is, did, did the person find satisfaction somehow? So it's, you might have to work hard at something. You may think, uh, I don't know if I can do this, but then there's some element of it that leaves you satisfied and, may, and wanting more, typically. And so, uh, for me, it's having a really rich environment that something is there for everyone. So so a, they, so a young one walks away with more than just something that they got in, in the gift shop. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. It's internal. It's about mm-hmm. what what did they find in themselves that connected oh. to something that they did or saw or, or experienced with another person in the space. How are children's museums different from what they were 30 or 40 years ago? Oh, yeah, gosh. So when I started, uh, it was 37 years ago, I started Children's Museum, and um, there were maybe about 100 in the country, and now there are over 400. And uh, Madison is in the top 10 and was one of the earlier ones that happened um, to be made and already was leading the field in really creative ways. But um, something, children are coming in with different experiences around them, and the most obvious recently was the way they behaved when we reopened after COVID, we were closed about a year. When they came back, um, they were very reserved. They would look to their hmm. adult for, huh. can I go that far away from you? Or can, even can I play with that child? And sometimes they'd, they'd be going near another child and they'd go over to their parents and say, oh, I, I want to play with that boy. Because oh, they so interesting. So we have this whole social thing we need to rebuild in kids about um comfort and confidence in yourself that you can handle what's going to come your way. Uh, that's, that's fascinating. In, you've, you talked about Madison Children's Museum being in the, in the, in the top 10. You, you and, and your staff have, have worked hard to make it, to make it very unique <laughs> um, during your run, and including the first ever in, in a museum pay-what-you-can restaurant. Talk about how that came yeah. about. 
Yeah, this is interesting. We have um, done really deep work, and thanks to Vanessa as well at YWCA and, and her predecessors and so many community partnerships that have diverse populations they serve, we have really worked to learn how to better serve everyone and how to how to how do we be welcoming and inclusive and over time we really looked at what are the things that shape a, a family's choice to come and we know there are families who just don't come downtown and we know that they they need kids need nutrition to keep playing so those, we were putting those things together and chef dave heidi is around of course and um, we had long conversations with him and it became clear that this was a way we could do it his his ability, both the sustainable piece of re rescuing food and creating healthy, nutritious food at a price that, that we then can afford, and then to be able to offer it for free means that our visitors, uh, they stay longer, and they uh, they have really interesting conversations when they get up to that booth and say, pay what you can, no price list on there. And that's a whole... That's a whole uh, philanthropic conversation between an adult and a child. Mm -hmm. I, I have to believe what you just described um, might be right up there, but what, what would you say is your proudest moment at the museum? Oh, gosh. Um, <clears throat> I don't know about moment, but what I, I feel like every person is such a unique gift to the world, and I feel like as, as a culture, this museum and where I've been before, my goal is for each staff member to bring their gift and let it bloom to make the museum better because there's might be one kid for whom that person is the one they can connect with or that person's interest opens the door for that child. And I feel the same way about every child coming through the door. They have, um, they're like a glowing ball of potential and our job is to, to lay out all this possibility and let them find what they're most curious about. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we do, we do that here and that, that to me, opens the future for staff and adults and kids. Well, speaking of, of, the, of the near future, before you retire this summer, there, there are big <laughs> things ahead, and we only have time to, to ask about one of them, the delightfully named National Caretakers of Wonder Initiative. What, yeah. what is that? And we just have about a minute left. Okay, <laughs> the quick version. Uh, this is our way of looking at what is on children's minds and a big piece of it we're hearing about eco anxiety and we're hearing seeing tragedies everywhere and we stood back and we're uh, doing deep research about what do children need to handle this world that they're coming into to know that there's a moment when they do need to make a difference when they're little um, this problem is not theirs to solve when they're little mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're they need to learn the skills to be to be good citizens and community members. So, so Caretakers of Wonder is really about climate change and how it impacts us, but, a, but in a way that is very accessible to children, that they can find in themselves, <laughs> that they can learn about it, and they can do something about it. Deb Gilpin, thank you um, for joining us on the Friday Buzz and for keeping Wonder alive um, in our city <laughs> for such a long time. Congratulations. Thank you, Andy. Okay, Deb Gilpin is uh, is retiring from the Madison Children's Museum, and uh, she'll be retiring from that pos position this summer. So we still have her at the helm for a few more uh, weeks. So 